You're listening to the Geek Watch Podcast, Episode 22. Get ready for Geek Christmas. This is the Geek Watch Podcast with Brian Hatcher and Mandy Petrie. Greetings, Geek Watchers, and welcome to episode 22 of the Geek Watch Podcast. I'm Brian Hatcher, and with me, as always, Geek Watch's own resident geek goddess, Mandy Petrie. Hey, Brian. Episode 22. And as you said, that this is a time in history where we are at the calm before the storm because yes. there is a world of geekness just ready to pour upon mm-hmm. us. We're at the anticipatory, we're Christmas Eve right now. Yes, Christmas Eve. <laughs> That's a good way to express it. Yes, because at the point where we're recording this, we are one day away from Avengers Infinity War. And I'm looking forward to that to a huge degree. Now, when did you say you were planning on seeing it? Just sometime this weekend. Sometime I'll try this to, weekend, yes. Yeah, squeeze it in there. And... Yeah, I have, I've made it a point that because the size of this movie and all the stuff, I've been pretty much staying offline <laughs> at this point. I've been avoiding the so internet. No trolls will, will spoil it for you. No, no. <laughs> but there are a couple of things that I've picked up online. Now, I haven't seen it yet. Because I'm not press and I'm not to a place where I people know me well we enough that they're like, special. we're not special. Mm. We're just your uh, working class geeks. Yep. And so I have to watch it with everybody else. But that's fine with me. I don't mm-hmm. mind. But I have picked up a few tips I could say maybe we can give to the geek watchers out there oh, good. to get the best experience out of this movie. Because from what I've been hearing, like I said, I've been avoiding all the spoilers that are out there. And fortunately, there hasn't been a lot of spoilers. But, okay. you know, you always have that one or two people mm-hmm. out there. Or I mean, it only takes one. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any, and I, I haven't avoided yeah. the internet like you have, so yeah. I haven't seen any, so well, many people are being Definitely, nice. I would say starting tomorrow, after people have seen the film, is when the trolls are going to be coming out right. in full force. That's when you're going to see a lot of spoilers hitting the internet. And so, yeah, definitely tomorrow and until you see the movie, avoiding the internet would be a great idea. And I think the main reason for that is from what I've been told... What I've been hearing is that there are a plethora of jaw-dropping moments in this movie. Time after time where you'll see something and you'll say to yourself, I can't believe they did that. Wow. It's not just one twist. It's like they cloned M. Night Shyamalan and made his twists good. But well, that's it's like that's surprising. One, it's going to be one shocking, surprising thing after uh, John Campia on his podcast. He mentioned that he had never been in a theater where he had heard so many gasps in his life, and it's like over and over again because it's just like, oh, you can't believe that happened. Okay, well now you can't believe this happened. Well, really? you can't believe this. Ha- yeah. See, I'm. Me personally, you know, I'm looking forward to all those little funny moments. I want to see Princess Shuri correct Bruce Banner on his science. I want someone to point at Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch and say, no shit, Sherlock. Oh, am I allowed to say that? I don't know. (laughs) What's our target audience? Those are the little things that I want to see. (laughs) Yeah. Even with the running time of this movie, they can't hit everything. And so they're going to have to lean on some of these other movies to help develop some of the characterization. And... And I forget who the gentleman was who was hosting the video, but he kind of broke it down into three ways. And the way I look at it is your uh, three college degrees, what you need to watch the movie. And if you want to have a bachelor's level understanding of what's going on, 
you're going to definitely want to have seen the previous two Avengers films. Avengers, Avengers. Avengers, Avengers Age of Ultron. Ultron. The Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You have to see, have seen those two, and it's probably recommended, because obviously this is another Avengers film. This is the direct sequel to that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to go in with a master's level understanding of the backstory, mm-hmm. you're going to want to throw in Guardians of the Galaxies, Volumes 1 and 2. Because that will give you some background, especially for the cosmic aspects of, okay, of what's right. going on. And to get that doctorate's level of understanding, you're going to want to add three films to that, which are Captain America Civil War, Thor Ragnarok, and Black Panther. A lot of Infinity War will take place in Wakanda. Now, what I've been told is that even though there's a ton of these characters... Everyone gets a chance to shine, even for a little bit. So okay. nobody gets short shrifted, which I find interesting. Yeah, I mean, and that was one of my big, you know, concerns that it was going to be a big Hieronymus Bosch painting, right. and there was just too much to take in. Now, of course, not everybody's going to get like minutes and minutes and minutes of, of screen time, but they said that everybody gets to have their moment, mm. which is great. Yeah, and. To be honest, how the Russo brothers are going to be able to pull this off, I'm looking forward to saying it, definitely. As far as the movies were concerned, obviously you're going to be in your best situation if you've seen all the Marvel movies, including Spider-Man Homecoming. Which, for me, you should be watching Spider-Man Homecoming anyway, because it's just a wonderful <laughs> film. But And Doctor Strange, that's going to give you some background on all of the characters, and will give you some sort of a, a context. But for the most part, I think... The geek watchers out there, you've probably seen all the films at this point, or the the large majority of them, so you should be set to go. But the big, obviously, the big tip that I would give anybody would be stay off the internet. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a movie that's going to break all kinds of records. Mm-hmm. If for no other reason, then, there's never really been a film like this before. There's never been a film that is basically the culmination of 10 years And you really don't get this type of storytelling outside of television, where you have episode after episode Mm -hmm. after episode to build this kind of a story. It's never really been done before. This is a grand experiment. And to have a movie with that many characters that people care about, you've never seen anything like that either. Civil War would have been like a mini sort of... Which is kind of weird when you think about it. Just how many years ago it was when the first Avengers came out and what a crazy groundbreaking thing that was Mm -hmm. because you're having a superhero movie with more than one superhero, which for the most part never really had been done to that level before where you had a superhero team Mm -hmm. and you had characters that had their own movies and they were putting them together. People tend to forget that stinger scene at the end uh, of Iron Man after the credits when Nick Fury Fury comes out and talks about the Avengers initiative. People were like, are they what? Wait, what? Yeah. We're going to actually have a movie with all the Avengers? Is that is that possible? <laughs> Are we going to be able Several. to Several. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. And because of that, that led into this amazing movie that we're about ready to experience, this huge film with all these people with all these locations. Ultimately, though, from what I understand of the movie and from what people have been saying online is that the main character of this film is going to be Thanos. Hmm. Thanos is the main character in this film. So the villain is the... Hmm. Yeah, but here's the thing, from what I've been hearing also. I will paraphrase John Campia on this, but this is what John Campia had to say about Thanos. Easily the best Marvel supervillain ever. 
and possibly the best supervillain ever to be portrayed in any superhero movie. Hmm, Very possibly. Because, again, what we said about, and we talked about this in Black Panther, what made Killmonger such a powerful character is you could see his side of it. Mm -hmm. And in some things, he wasn't exactly wrong. Well... My understanding is Thanos is kind of in the same situation. No, well, every it's, every villain's the hero of his own story. Exactly, and but they said it's even more than that. You mm. will sympathize with Thanos. You okay. will understand why he's doing what he's doing. He's even, not doing it just to impress his girlfriend. He's not doing as, it to try to yeah exactly <laughs> as the comic books were. <laughs> is that there will be moments where you'll be like, okay, I get it, hmm. and. That's exciting to me. I'm wondering, because again, I mean, we've seen Thanos a little bit, but we've never really seen him on screen long enough to flesh him out as far as a character. He's always been that looming presence, but we've never really seen him in his full glory. And from what I understand, Josh Brolin has acted the heck out of this Mm -hmm. role. Mm -hmm. And even though Thanos is a CG character, they said there's a lot of subtleties to his facial expressions that Josh Brolin brought into this that is going to be amazing. Right. Like I said, I've been hearing so many good things about this movie, and I'm going tomorrow. I'm going first chance that I get Mm -hmm. because, again, I figured the easiest... Midnight, whatever you're... (laughs) Whatever I've got Mm -hmm. to do because, honestly, the easiest way to avoid spoilers is to beat them at the the pass. Mm. Beat them at the pass. So, Mm -hmm. But this is more than just another Marvel movie. This is going to be an event. And this could be the first movie to do a $500 million opening weekend. And this may be the first movie to do $2 billion total. We'll have to see what's going on. I tell you also what's going to be interesting is this will be also the first time in many markets where you're going to be able to go see a Marvel movie, leave the Marvel movie, go back to the box office, buy another ticket to a, to another Marvel movie and go back in the theater. Because at this point, Black Panther is still in many theaters. Yeah. And including here. And so having that opportunity myself to go see Black Panther <laughs> and then go see Infinity War. And then it won't be that much longer before we could do the same with Deadpool. And Deadpool mm-hmm. becoming. And which, again, is one of one of the many things we're going to get to enjoy coming up. We've got Deadpool coming up. Of course, the, the solo film's coming up. In about a week and a half, we're going to have Batman Ninja will finally come out on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. It's on iTunes now, but I okay. think I'm going to wait for the full Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Certainly, once we've seen it, we're going to have to talk about it right. because I'm excited about that also. And I mean, that's just in the course of just a month or so. And there's great nerdy stuff coming up in the near future with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm -hmm. We have Captain Marvel coming up. Uh, Aquaman, that'll be coming up. And that'll be interesting to see how that develops because there's been all this stuff going on with the DCEU. But we've got a good director, James Wan. It'll be interesting to see what he's going to be able to do with Aquaman. He's mostly known as a horror director, of course. You know, we were surprised with Wonder Woman. Maybe we'll be surprised with Aquaman. And I just learned recently that the BBC has been busy remastering episodes of Doctor Who that they're going to be releasing on Blu-ray. Tom oh, Baker's Tom Baker's first season of Doctor Who on Blu-ray. Huh. Remastered. And in celebration of that, Fathom Entertainment will be showing Genesis of the Daleks on the big screen. Oh, really? Wow. And so that's going to be amazing. And it's going to include an interview with Tom Baker Aww. that they, they did just recently. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really, really looking forward to that. As a so big... you're not worried about going into this Fathom event and then it being like another commercial for, <laughs> for some other BBC series? Well, you know... <laughs> I'm, I have no problem with that. 
commercial away. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to keep us sitting in a seat for 30 minutes to talk to <laughs> us about all these Doctor Who Blu-rays. But feel free. If you're going to, feel free to do so. But going back to movies, they just recently released a new trailer for Venom the Tom Hardy movie, Mm -hmm. and you do get to see more of Venom. And it seems like, well, there was a rumor going around that that Venom proper only really takes up like five minutes of the movie toward the end. It seems like from the trailer that that's not the case, and I hope not, because I know a Mm -hmm. lot of fans would be really upset if you're going to a Venom movie and you don't really see Venom until the like the last part of it. But I have to say, a lot of fans did see the trailer and they weren't too happy with it. They kind of nitpicked the heck out of it. And for me personally... Uh, let me ask you, have you had a chance to see I the trailer? No, haven't. I didn't even know that uh, there was a new Venom trailer out. Yeah. Well, for me, I gave up on the whole thing with it being the Venom from the comics a long time ago. Okay. There's a possibility that Spider-Man might be involved in the movie somehow. They're keeping it a secret if that's the case, but I'm not counting on it. And so I'm looking at this as being its own thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have a character named Eddie Brock. Yes, he bonds with a symbiote. Even though if you see the trailer, they call them symbiotes. Hmm. And a lot of the fanboys got upset about that. Mm -hmm. They're like, it's symbiote, not symbiote. Yeah, I think the... Well, I remember symbiote from Stargate SG-1. So that's where I I think I first heard the term. Symbiote, yeah. Symbiote, yeah. Yeah, so they were pronouncing it symbiote and totally broke the internet, as you would expect. But as I said, I have given up on it being the comic book and what I'm used to. Basically, I've just let that ship sail. And so I'm going to let Venom be its own thing. And I guess we'll see what's going to happen. Now, what I find interesting, and I find this funny, I think, and this is indicative of how Marvel's cachet has changed over the course of these 10 years of them putting out films. Because when they started out at the beginning, any movie that had a Marvel character had the Marvel Sting logo in the, mm-hmm. right at the beginning of it. So it was like, regardless of who made the movie, if it's a Marvel character, it says Marvel at the beginning. When Marvel got to the point where they could put their name on the top above the title and see where it's like, oh, it's a Marvel movie. We want to see the Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And then they developed Marvel Studios. Well, then now you had two of them. So if it's a Marvel movie made from Marvel Studios, then you had the Marvel Studios. It looked different. If it's just a Marvel character run by another studio, then it says Marvel. Now, for the trailer for Venom, now you get the Marvel stinger, but right above it, in association with Marvel. In other words, they're making absolutely sure that you understand this is not a Marvel Studio movie. It just says, in association with Marvel. In other words, it's a Marvel character, But it's not the MCU. They want to make absolutely sure that people understand, hey, this may be a Marvel character, but this is not the MCU. So if you're wanting an MCU movie, don't expect that here. Hmm. This is its own thing. Because Marvel Studios has gotten such a cachet at this point, and there's such an expectation at this point, that they want to make absolutely clear that there's a difference between Marvel Studio movies and movies that are made just with hmm. Marvel characters. And I'm just I feel like to the layperson, that's not going to be something that they really care about. You know, it's Spider-Man. That's Marvel Spider-Man. They're not right. going to. But you Venom, know, you know? Well, well, here's the thing too: is that for the average viewer, I don't know if they even would know who Venom is. For a lot of the comic book movies that we have now, millions and millions and millions of people watch those movies. I mean, millions, Mm -hmm. millions upon millions. I think that the last issue of Batman comics put out by DC sold maybe 14,000 copies, and that's it. People now get their comics from the movies. Mm -hmm. 
they don't read comic books anymore. And so the thing is, when fanboys get upset because it's not like the comics, most people are never going to know that because they never read the comics. Right. The majority of people who are going to see Infinity War have never read any of the Infinity War comics, are not familiar with them, couldn't tell you a thing about them at all. And so any differences between the comics and the movies are not really going to matter. You know, they're not going to say, well, where's Adam Warlock? Well, he's who? not in the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who the heck is that? Exactly, because they're not going to know. Right. Unless they waited, because here's the thing. The reason why most people are not going to know Adam Warlock is because people still leave Marvel movies during the credits. <laughs> and so if you no left... No matter how many times you tell them. No matter how many times you tell them. Down. And so because of that, there are people who left during the credits of Guardians of the Galaxy see, Volume see. 2. And so when that scene where they mention Adam, people are not mm-hmm. going to know. Uh, they Well, they won't... Maybe well, they not, just say Adam. They, they don't, say Adam. They, they don't, don't mention Adam Warlock, Warlock, so... But they have no idea of the, any character named Adam because they didn't see the stinger at the end. Mm-hmm. But most people aren't going to really be that upset if the movie isn't like the comics because they, they're not familiar with the comics. Right. So really only people who are deep in the comics are going to be upset. So the truth is the fact that Venom doesn't have the same origin as it did in the comics and Spider-Man is going to have little to nothing to do with the story in the movie. It seems that that's going to be the case. I don't think it's really going to hurt the movie that much because, again, the majority of the people who are going to go see this movie probably have not read Spider-Man comics. They're only familiar with Venom because, man, there's that creepy-looking thing on a trailer. It says Marvel in the front, even though associated you know, in association with Marvel, they're not going to say, well, it's a Marvel movie. That guy looks cool. It looks kind of spooky. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. And so I can understand why people get upset about Venom and the road it's going down. For me, I'm just going to let it be what it is. I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to watch it. Hopefully I will enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Again, what can you do? It is what it is. (laughs) Still, we have so much to look forward to, and we'll certainly have a lot to talk about. But that being said, you and I, of course, will eventually see Infinity War, and we'll certainly have enough to talk about when we get back. But... It won't be next week. We are going to be off next week because road trip. Road trip. (laughs) We're going on a road trip. And so for those of you who are horror writers, you may know about this, but Maurice Broaddus years ago started a small convention called MoCon. A bunch of horror writers got together and talked about race and gender and faith and different subjects that horror writers don't normally talk about. He had given it up for a couple of years. You know, he tried to get out of it, but they dragged him back in. And so this year, he's doing it again this year, inviting writers and artists and different people to attend. It's in Indianapolis. And because we're going to be driving to Indianapolis, obviously we're not going to have time to record, much less engineer a podcast for next week. But we may, depending on how much time we have, maybe we'll jump up on Facebook Live and, and, yes. and talk a little mm-hmm. bit about it. We'll maybe be doing, while we're on the road maybe, out there. Maybe while we're mm-hmm. on the road or while maybe sometime during the convention. We don't know. We'll let you know about that. Like I said, it's a convention, but it's more like a family reunion. It's people getting together and eating Aww. a lot of food. <laughs> That's the big thing about MoCon. So it's getting together. The big events usually are... After the convention in the evenings where everybody just shows up at Maurice's house and more food, more conversation. (laughs) That's kind of how that works out. We can definitely talk about that when we get back. For me, it's going to be a rejuvenation, seeing old friends again, making new friends. You know, I'm really excited that you're going to get a chance, uh, Mandy, to experience it yourself. Yeah, it's like an outsider who's, you know, I'm not a writer. I'm not, you know, but 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 I'm a horror fan. You're a horror fan. uh 
But writers aren't the only people there. Steve Gilbert is supposed to be there this year. I, I know he's going to be on the panel, and he's a horror artist, and I'll have to show you Ooh, some of his work. Okay. You meeting Steve and Becky is going to be pretty cool. But there, like I said, it's not just writers. It's artists. Mm-hmm. It's enthusiasts. It's fans. It's basically a huge family reunion, and I'm Aww. looking forward to going back and looking forward to you to, yes. as I said, old friends, new friends. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be the reason why, of course, next week there won't be a podcast, but like I said, we may do something live at the event or on the road. And then, of course, episode 23 will be the week after, and we'll definitely have a lot to talk about yes. with with Avengers not only Avengers, and... but also most likely we'll probably get a chance to catch Batman Ninja by then. Mm-hmm. And we'll certainly have a lot to talk about there. And so that'll be it for episode 22. 22. So looking forward to uh, continuing on. And we got a lot to talk about uh, in the weeks and months to come. And so for Mandy Petrie, this is Brian Hatcher reminding you that we're all geeky about something. Be proud of yours. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Geek Watch Podcast. If you enjoyed this program, don't forget to like and subscribe on your preferred platform and share this podcast on your social media. For links to all the ways you can listen to the GeekWatch podcast, as well as leave comments and suggestions, visit our website at geekwatch.net. The GeekWatch podcast is a Hanging J production.